Live podcast, where we give you tips for building a better bond with your baby. My name is Matt. And I'm Elizabeth. And we are both board-certified music therapists. For more information after this podcast, go to aperfectlullaby.com. This will be the uh, first part of a four-part mini-series about perfect times to sing to your baby. Now, before we start, we'll tell you a little bit about ourselves. This is our first podcast, isn't it? Yes, it is. So, we're just going to see how it goes. Elizabeth, how are you? Doing good, Matt. How are you? You know, I'm hanging in there. Um, I'm excited about a project that we're working on. Me too. This CD of lullabies is going to be wonderful. I think we've got a great selection of songs. I'm having a lot of fun working on it with you. Mm-hmm. So, if you don't know, we're working on a CD, Elizabeth and I. She's a vocalist, and I'm a guitar player. And we are kind of taking all of the uh, research out there about lullabies and, and what babies want to hear, and using that to form our parameters for this recording. So we're excited for this to, uh, to be wrapped up, and we've been putting in quite a bit of work, huh? Yes, we have. Yeah. So, Elizabeth, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, like you said, I'm a board-certified music therapist, and I have three kids, so I'm especially passionate about this opportunity to work with you and sing these lullabies. A son who's four, a daughter who's two and a half, and another son who's five months old. So I have had plenty of experience being pregnant and singing while pregnant and in all these situations that we're going to talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? You're not from this specific town. Uh, no, I'm not, and this may also be a shock. I, I do not know what it's like to be pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I actually don't have any kids either. However, I've done a lot of research uh, about this particular topic. It really interests me. Um, I did some training in the neonatal intensive care unit of a, of a rather large hospital, so I've sung to lots of little babies, and it was lots of fun, too. You know, very, very enjoyable. And he's good with kids because my kids like him. <laughs> and her kids like me. So <laughs> she makes them like me. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise they're grounded. <laughs> okay, so the first part of this series is, um, well, like we said, it's, it's about perfect times to sing to your baby. Now, we encourage singing to your child. And um, a response I get a lot from mothers is, and well, and from people in general is, oh, I don't sing. You don't want to hear me sing. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to get rid of that mentality. Unfortunately, society is kind of professionalized singing. No, we're not all American idols, but we can all sing, mm-hmm. and we all should. And actually, uh, babies really want to hear you sing. Absolutely. So, the first time, or one time, to sing to your child is... While you're pregnant. While you are pregnant. Now, there's been a few articles here and there about about singing to your child when pregnant and how this might produce the next Mozart or, um, or you know, whoever, a genius. Maybe you'll get an Einstein just by singing to your baby. Well, that, I don't think, is quite supported in, in, in the research. However, there are a lot of other benefits that can come of that. For example... Well, let me start here. We know that um, a fetus begins to hear at about 22 weeks gestation. Mm -hmm. So that's at about five and a half months, right? Yep. And there's even been some research that suggests 
possibly as early as 19 weeks they can hear. So that's pretty awesome. They're, they're in the womb just kind of swishing around, but they can hear what's going on, right? Yes. And so anytime you talk, when you talk to anyone... Sorry, I'm hogging the microphone here. No, he's, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Keep going. Um, anytime you're talking, your baby is hearing your voice and, and becomes accustomed to this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's reverberating throughout your bones and your organs and, and the fluids in your body. Now, it does hear other voices outside, right? Right. So, so there's something to say for having your husband or the, the baby's dad talk to the baby. It, it will hear. Mm-hmm. And that can become a familiar voice as well. Um, but there is a significant amount of attenuation, so it's not quite as loud as you know, the main source, the mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, after the baby is born... Everything changes, right? Environmentally, anyway. You go from the the warm, cozy, gentle whoosh of sound of the womb to all of a sudden bright lights, doctor spanking you. Is, yeah. Do they still do that? They do, and drop you once or twice, just to well, make sure. Well, that's right. Yes, <laughs> got to make sure you're awake. And, um, you know, all these tests that they have to do right away. Mm-hmm. And so that's a harsh environment, and, you know, it takes a while to get used to that. Everything is louder. Mm-hmm. However, there is one thing that can be a linking factor. Mm-hmm. And that would be your speaking voice. And then particularly what we're trying to encourage here is your singing voice to that child. Like Matt was saying, a baby does hear your voice and hears other voices, but it is your voice constantly, no matter who you're talking to, on the phone, with family members. It doesn't matter. They're hearing that sound. And singing to them while you're pregnant is just a beautiful opportunity for you and for the baby. Uh, One thing that I really liked about singing when I was pregnant was as a mom, whether this is your first baby or whatever number it would be, you always want that opportunity to be dreaming and imagining what it's going to be like and trying to picture that baby's face. So there's a lot of emotional bonding that goes into it because you don't always feel well. It's difficult at certain for just different reasons, it's difficult to be pregnant for some women. So taking the time to make sure you're bonding with your baby before he or she is born is really important. And singing lullabies while I was pregnant, or just singing any song, was was really helpful for that. Um, another thing that you'll know if you've been pregnant before is that while you're up moving and you're very active during the day, your baby is not as active. They're quieter, and a lot of times that's because your emotions and movement are putting that baby to sleep because it's almost as they're being rocked. And then you sit down to do something or lay down to go to bed, and then all of a sudden baby starts you know, moving all around. And so that's a great time to sit there and to know your baby is awake and active and to be singing. You can feel them moving, so it's very important emotionally for you to build that attachment together calming for you and then like Matt said when that baby's born it's going to know your speaking voice but if you have songs that you've already sung before to be able to offer that in the first moments of life as your baby has experienced all these new things and could be feeling some anxieties that's really helpful in that initial bond together and just creating the calm a baby will be born and obviously crying, which is a good thing. We want the baby to be crying, but then to have that comfort to feel like I am in a totally new place, but here is this this familiarity. And music is just such an important way to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So singing while you're pregnant is good for the baby, mm-hmm. but here's a little bonus. 
it's good for mommy too, isn't it? That's right. We know from music therapy literature that singing can, well, for one, put us in a, in a more positive mood. It can mm-hmm. elevate our mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're dealing with some of the stressors of being pregnant, just singing anything, can it really can um, help your, your brain release more endorphins and, mm-hmm. and other uh, neurotransmitters that help you feel happy, really. That's right. And also more relaxed. Especially, I mean, maybe you wouldn't put on your Metallica CD and start singing along with that. <laughs> um, but you might put on something nice, gentle, quiet, maybe Alison Krauss or, mm-hmm. you know, something Some like favorites. that. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and basically just chill out a little bit. And we know that when you chill out... The baby chills the out. The baby chills out, too. And yeah. we want a chilled out baby, don't we? Yes, we do. Uh-huh. And even when you are when you are pregnant, baby can respond to high anxiety. So they encourage mm-hmm. pregnant moms to, of course, eat well, exercise, all that, and also maintain as much of a relaxed pregnancy as you can because baby will respond to that. Too much high stress can lead to preterm um, delivery and other things that aren't necessarily healthy for that baby. Mm-hmm. So it's important to be relaxed. And you want to be relaxed because... Pregnancy is a very short amount of time, and you want to be enjoying it. That's right. That's right. Okay, so the first on our list of perfect times to sing to your infant is when you are pregnant. So encourage all of you to give that a try and, and just see how you respond to that, right? Yeah. Right. Thank you, Elizabeth, for doing this podcast with me. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed it. You bet. And uh, coming up soon will be the second Uh, perfect time to sing to your child. Thank you for listening to the A Perfect Lullaby podcast. And again, be sure to find more information at aperfectlullaby.com and even see a little sneak preview of the album we are working on. Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a good one.